What is good, all of our listeners? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And Division 2 should actually be called Division 1.5. What was that? I've been playing Division 2 this weekend. (laughs) So the worst thing about the release of Division 2 is that it released on probably the worst weekend for me personally. Like, it was packed for me mm-hmm. this weekend. I maybe, <clears throat> conservatively speaking, I maybe played five hours of it this yeah. weekend. But I played the beta, and then I played more of this. And I, I say it should be called 1.5 because it, it, it feels like a patched Division 1. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. Like, yeah. like I love Division. Absolutely yeah. love it. So I don't have a problem with it. But you, you look at the gameplay, and you actually get to play it. It's 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 good. Yeah. But I don't think that if you if you didn't like Division One, you shouldn't spend sixty dollars on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you've been watching me play it, like. I mean, I've been watching you play too much. I watched up until, like, I watched you create your character. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah, the character creator. You didn't was have much freedom with it. You couldn't make a bald character. Yeah, I thought that was weird. That's like my go-to: bald with beard. That's, that's that's what, what you are. That's what I am. Um, yeah, I thought that was strange. I don't know. Like, I just feel like nowadays, like, there's so many games that have such versatile mm-hmm. cr- character creators. Like, why? Like, th- I don't know. I just feel like there should have been more options and more freedom with it. Like, I know it's not the whole point of the game, but at the same right. time, you want to make someone who looks like you. Whereas you couldn't even like morph their face. You just picked a face that looked closest to yours i mean you can morph it but it was like nothing yeah it wasn't a lot like it didn't really move and what's sad is that nba 2k19 has a better character creator than division 2 like that's straight up i mean i feel like that's expected because in nba you're playing like i don't know it's different yeah i don't know it's not fair to to compare it to but i'm just saying like these days with the fact that like you can have that versatility in a bunch of games like Mm -hmm. it's not just one type of game i just feel like it, there should be a little more emphasis than they put on it. Like, they didn't put a lot of emphasis, which is okay, but yeah. it needed just a little bit more emphasis. Yeah, that's the thing. It was just, it's fine. It's a good game. I, I am, I, I'm having a great time with it. Uh, but like I said, I think it, I'm only having a good time with it because I loved Division. Yeah. But if you didn't, it's just kind of like, okay, it's, it, there's nothing really new about it. There's some tweaks here and there, but it feels exactly like Division 1. With slightly better graphics and a new map. It's basically yeah. what it is. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'll play more of it. I'm not going to put it down ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fine. I like it. I'm, yeah. ha- I'm having a good time with it. Um, I just beat before over this. And this is actually going into our big topic of today. Uh, but I beat Watch Dogs 2. And I actually had a really good time with that. I was on a Ubisoft's like kind of uh stride there because i was playing Assassin's creed brotherhood and then i played a little bit of siege and then i played Watch Dogs 2 and now i'm playing division 2 i'm just like all my yeah. games are kind of like ubisoft it's all of a sudden it's cool though yeah yeah but uh yeah so before we jump into our our first segment right our first segment i don't know why i do that i just do it's natural so cute. How you doing, everybody? So uh, we just want to let you know that the new website is now up. It's still gamesandgroceries.com, but we switched over from Squarespace to Radio Public's pod site. Uh, they contacted me and said, like, hey, 
Uh, we got this new concept. It's cheaper than Squarespace, and it's developed for podcasters. You want to go? And I'm like, yes. And so you can now check it out. It's a lot more streamlined. If you want to listen to our podcast, mm -hmm. before the old website, you had to like click podcast, and there's like a little web web player. But all throughout the website, you can listen to our podcast from the website, and it's just so streamlined and so simple. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. So we're definitely not sponsored because we're paying them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I highly recommend if you're a podcaster and you're looking for a good website, yeah, check out our website, gamesandgroceries.com. And that's pretty much what Radio Public offers. And then contact Radio Public. They, they call it the pod site. So if you're interested, check it out. Or if you're a listener, check out our website. You can play our our, uh, our stuff, our, our, our episodes. Think we have bio and we have bios on there. Yeah. Learn a little bit about us. Mm -hmm. So it's good. Like, I, I really enjoy this new website. Like, it's it's much more. Um, I, I can't describe it other than streamlined. It's it's yeah, very it's simple. Good. It's, it's cool. It's good. Uh, the other bit of news that we saw, so we tweeted this out. Uh, very interesting. So Anchor just released uh, new statistics for us. And so number one, listeners are from the USA. I'm not surprised about that. But number two, uh, Australia. Yeah, a good chunk. Good day, mate. Jeez. I just lost all of our Australian listeners. Yeah, you did. So I was like... It's a good chunk, too. I was like, wow. Because I was thinking, like, oh, like, they're probably on a VPN. But it's a good number that, like, all of them are on a VPN and all of them are going on Australia. So how you doing? But yeah. so we want to interact with you guys, too, uh, down under. So. Oh, my gosh. Stop insulting them. They're going to go away now. I I like uh, the little marmalade that you have, the, um, uh, the Vegemite. Not marmalade. Vegemite. It's nice. There you go. Sprinkle bread. I, uh, uh, fairy bread i know this stuff so if you're from australia <laughs> if you're from australia i'm and, sorry guys <laughs> um if you're from australia and you're listening to this episode interact with us on twitter uh tweet at us uh what's the worst part about gaming in australia because i know you have really bad internet down there uh games actually cost more in australia so tweet at us what's the worst part about gaming in australia we love to interact with you guys so uh, tweet at us if you're from Australia and you're uh, listening to us um, in this episode or any episode. Just interact with us. We love you guys. Um, but yeah, last bit of news or last bit of shout outs. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter. As we said, uh, we're on at Gaming Groceries. You can follow me individually. Uh, I'm at Days to Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us individually on Twitter and give us your love there. Uh, you follow us on Instagram, Games of Groceries, all one word. Uh, and if you're listening to us on iOS, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you can leave a review, go ahead and leave us a five-star review or your honest feedback. Uh, just write out a review for us. So the more feedback we get, the more attention we'll get on front pages, and the more attention we get from Anchor to put us on the feature page. Oh, my God. How you doing? And finally, uh, make sure to follow our or follow our good friend absolute prodigy on twitch we did an interview with him last week so if you haven't heard that episode uh he was on the podcast last week and we talked about the importance of esports so uh we always give this guy a shout out so we we were like why don't we bring him on the podcast mm -hmm. you know because now our viewers or listeners uh know who he is they'll know a little bit more about him so Make sure to check him out on Twitch, Absolute Prodigy. He's now going through Division 2. He's playing Division 2 on his Twitch channel, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So um, anything else 
I think we can jump in. Oh yeah, I think that's it. I do want to say that Go um, I think us falling asleep to the Star Wars marathon has affected our outfit choices today. But we always wear Star Wars, though. Yeah, but like we're both wearing them today, so we like. I don't know. I just think it's funny because Star Wars yeah. was having a marathon on, on TNT. Yeah. And we fell asleep to Star Wars movies two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And now we're both wearing Star Wars sweaters. So I'm I wearing my Star Wars socks. I don't have that option. That was my Oh, lightsaber. I do have Chewbacca socks. I yeah. I could have worn those. Yeah, my Star Wars socks. They have the Death Star on them. I'm wearing my Harry Potter bzoom. socks. Ah, failure. Why did you do that? So let's just jump right into it. <laughs> and oh, 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 I can la, speak. La, 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 la. Jump right into our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment where we like to talk about the movies that we watched this week. Whether it be in theaters, Netflix, on a DVD, uh, whatever. We want to make some recommendations or not recommendations to the movies that we watched. And this week's Movie Minutes, we actually saw this on Netflix. It was just added onto Netflix this month, I believe. I think. Yeah, I think it was added this month. We are talking about Christopher Robin. So Christopher Robin, of course, is about... uh, the uh, universe of Winnie the Pooh. Christopher Robin grows up, becomes like um, he doesn't become a banker. He is an efficiency manager for a Thank luggage you. company. For a luggage company, so he's very important. He has to make cuts. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a very depressing movie. But Liz, o- opening thoughts. What do you think about the movie? It was depressing. Yeah, like the whole I time. I literally like the first hour. I was like, I'm depressed. Turn it off. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, this is depressing. Turn it off. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't feel like being this depressed today. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I was really interested in seeing this because Chibi D uh, from CADCAST, he kept talking about, like, he, he watched it, but it made him feel weird. And I just want to know, like, what do you mean by it felt weird? Like It, it makes you feel bad for a stuffed bear. Yeah, like, honestly. So, uh, but yeah, you say it's depressing. Any other opening thoughts? Um... Without spoiling. Nope, just depressing. Just depressing. It literally just made me so depressed. It made me feel bad mm-hmm. for Winnie the Pooh and just made me so sad. Mm-hmm. Just made me so sad. Yeah, you almost gave it a six until I made you like think about it for a second. You get like that's how depressed I was. I was like, no, give it a six. I don't care. I'm like, this movie made me depressed. It deserves a six. And Adam's like, well, well, think about it for a second. <laughs> so we'll give our overall like ratings yeah. after this, but. Starting off in my notes, um, it start like you said, it starts in a very depressing mood, but it's very relatable. Mm-hmm. The the premise is very relatable. Uh, you grow up and you forget who you were, right? So Christopher Robin, like he's in the Hundred Acre Wood as a kid, and he says like Pooh, I'll never forget you. Um, when did the Pooh, you know, I'll never forget you. And so then you start to see like Christopher Robin's life. You know, he goes to boarding school. I'm not going to spoil any more than he goes to boarding school. Mm -hmm. But you see his life progressing further and further and further until he becomes an efficiency manager at a luggage company. And he has too many things to do, too many responsibilities that he starts to forget who he was. He starts to forget how he smiles and how he laughs. Right. So it's very depressing, but I think it depresses you because it relates to you. No, what made me depressed was Pooh's reaction and everything. I don't care mm-hmm. that he forgot himself. That happens. Yeah. But the way like they had Pooh reacting and how sad he was, I don't know. I think maybe it's just because it like reminds me of like the way people imagine dogs are when we leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It just made me so sad. By the way, on the train ride with Winnie the Pooh, I was like, "Hey, my wife is Winnie the Pooh," because <laughs> <laughs> like all through the ride of the train ride, he's like, "It's like I'm hungry." nap a tree bird 
person. I was like, that is Liz straight up on a car ride. I don't talk that much during car rides. Anyways. I don't talk during car rides because usually I'm nauseous. Dag. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's growing up and forgetting who you were. But not only do you forget your childhood. So Christopher Robin, right, all throughout the movie, he's described as a huffalump, right? Mm-hmm. And his huffalumps actually take joy away. Right. And so the whole movie, the theme is not only will you forget your childhood, you'll grow up forgetting your childhood, but then you'll also take away others happiness. You'll take away others joy. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that hits harder. Right. That hits you so much harder because not only is it saying like, oh, you're going to forget your childhood. Yeah, that's been said and done. Also, you're going to be that person to take other people away. And that's how we get into this world mm-hmm. of like depressingness and or depressive uh, natures and um, joylessness. And you can't be a kid anymore. You can't play video games anymore. Right. Like because just grow up. You're, you're done with that. Mm-hmm. Right. So not only will you grow up, but you're going to take others happiness away. He was even taking away uh, his own family's joy away. Yeah. You know, Um uh, does does that relate at all? Like, do you think that's like relatable in this real world? Yes, I mean that. I feel like that's especially with you being in youth ministry. We see it a lot. Yes, how parents seem to forget what it was like to be a teenager mm-hmm. or in middle school. Like, so I think that's a that is so super common that people just kind of like forget what it was like to be a kid. Like, mm-hmm. and you see all these kid shows now that I mean, you know that this drives me crazy that all these kids shows are so focused on education and making sure these kids go into kindergarten knowing how to spell and read and yeah. know that know everything like i and i just missed the shows from when we were younger that focused on growing our imagination mm-hmm. like yeah there should be one or two shows that teach you something right but when we were growing up the importance was on imagination and manners mm-hmm. that was it and we seem to be skipping that now. We're yeah. skipping all that and going straight to let's learn Spanish, let's learn Chinese, let's learn our numbers and reading and everything. Time to grow up. Time yeah, to like be. they're just rushing these kids into these yeah. things. Like when we were younger, I don't remember being taught how to read in school until mm-hmm. the first grade. Yeah. Like I just don't understand like why we feel the need to take kids out of their childhood so early. Exactly. And you see that in this movie too. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just all about like, why did you forget how to have fun? You know, like, and and I think we can relate to this as gamers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I we get our responsibilities done. In fact, we're going to go grocery shopping after this. Games and groceries. Um, <laughs> he thought that was so clever. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, like we get our responsibilities done. We we pay our bills. We get our groceries, and we like yeah. video games. We keep our dog alive. We keep the dog alive. How you doing, Floki? You down there? Yeah, he's down there. Yeah, he's under my chair. Oh, nice. Uh, but like the second you say that you play video games, it's like, oh man, you're still a kid. You're still a boy child. I'm like, or yeah. or even like, oh, I play video games. I skateboard. It's like, oh, so you're a man child. It's like, no, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness, my dog scared me, man. So so like we're at a table, Floki's under Liz's chair. And I just see a creature pop up from under the table into my lap. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is why we need this on footage. Like, we need to make a YouTube channel with this. Oh, uh, uh. my goodness. Anyways. um, Hi, Floki. How you doing? 
Um, He's like, what's happening? (laughs) I just wanted to cuddle. So, and the whole premise, and this is the last point because running out of time in this segment, um, the whole premise, all, all I kept thinking was like, what do you define success as? Yeah. Right? Because Christopher Robin's success was like more money, more finances, more this, right? Uh, and my success is just like, are you happy? Are you giving others joy? Are you are you making sure people are okay? Right? And like, I don't really care about how much money we get. Like, I don't really care of like how much financial success we get. It's about yeah. like art. Is your family okay? Yeah, like, can we take care of ourselves? Like, can yeah. we pay the bills and eat? Exactly. That's what's important. Like, I would so much rather, I, I would so much, and I and I told this to some of my youth kids and youth group, it was like, I would rather you be happy running, like, running an old rundown skate shop, mm-hmm. right? And you be happy about it because you love skateboarding, man. And instead of you becoming a doctor or a lawyer and you absolutely can't stand it. Yeah. Great. You got a bunch of zeros in the bank account, but are you happy about that? Like, can you wake up in the morning? Just do what gives you joy. Mm -hmm. Right. So the last two minutes, um, we both gave it final ratings, uh, an eight or an 8.5. I am giving it a strong 8.5. You're leaning towards eight. Am I wrong? Well, Hmm? No, you're not wrong because okay. I wanted to give it a six originally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so why, besides me telling you to think about it first, why are you giving it an eight? Because it was able to tap into that emotional. Like strong. Like it. it like I wanted strong. to turn off the movie type, type of strong. Yeah. Um, it tapped into that emotional state of the adults. So like, and you have to think that most people are going to see this and be like, oh, Winnie the Pooh, and their child's going to want to go see it. Yeah. So it was a movie that you can see as an adult and see as a kid, and it's enjoy- enjoyable. Mm-hmm. The kid's not going to really tap into the aspect of he grew up and left his bears, and they're just like, they're going to focus on the funny things, and Pooh Bear, and oh, yeah. sad Pooh. Yeah. Whereas the parent is able to enjoy it by saying, like, I'm going to go home and like spend more time with my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and things like that. So I think the fact that it's I like when kids movies are enjoyable for both parents and the yeah. kids because you can only watch like Moana so many times. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm giving it an 8.5. That 1.5 lower is because like one, I felt like the movie was too short and I felt like I really wanted more. You no, know, I didn't need any more of that. I know. Like, I thought I, honestly, I thought it dragged on a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it was just like it felt too short. Like the the storyline progressed too fast for me. Uh, but I I like being depressed though. And, and also the thing is, it's also a kids movie. You can't make it a two and a half, right. two hour, two and a half hour long movie. It's a kids movie. Right. Kids attention span. You're well, lucky if they make it that whole hour and a half. Well, it's not just because it's too short. That's like. Like point yeah, five. No, I'm just pointing me. out that that's but why. that. But that one point that I decreased is because this story has been told before. Like it's nothing really new, and even the ending, like the the conclusion to this, you, yeah, you you see coming and it's done before. I'm not trying to say I'm I'm faulting them for that. Like, oh, that was the worst ending ever. Yeah. But it. Oopsies! I hit my mic. Uh, but it it kind of. It's been done before. Yeah. Like, I've seen it too many times, too many movies. Yeah. And and you watch the movie, and you're like, oh, I know exactly how this is going to end. 
that's the only reason why I'm giving it a 1.5 lower than a 10. Yeah. Is at 8.5. It's still a solid movie. I definitely think you should go see it. It's on Netflix. It's streaming. This is definitely not a waste of time. Yeah. I, and I definitely think this is worth every, every bit of your time. It's an hour yeah. and 44 minutes. So it's super short. I'm super short for a movie. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a good amount of time. Yeah. So definitely go see it. Christopher Robin streaming on Netflix. She gives it an 8. I gave it an 8.5. Uh, but yeah, definitely Christopher Robin. So let's just jump right into the gaming news with our second segment. Top 3 Gaming News. The top 3 Gaming News is the gaming news that we saw this week. And it's uh, what struck us the most. And we rank it 3, 2, 1 and give you what happened this week in the gaming world. Uh, so let's start with number 3. Number 3 Gaming News that we saw this week was the Halo Master Chief Collection is officially coming to PC and Halo Reach is being added to the Master Chief Collection. Uh, this is absolutely great news, but there's some catches to it. And of course there are. They couldn't just uh, give us Master Chief Collection just like that on PC. Uh, but this is coming from an inside gaming show, uh, a showcase where they, they announced like, oh, we got a huge news for uh, MCC, Master Chief Collection. We got a huge news. It was announced on PC with 4K, 60 FPS. It's going to look gorgeous on the PC. Uh, but here's the catch about PC, though. Uh, it will release one game at a time, right? Uh, and it's going to start with Reach. So Reach is the prequel to the, the whole mm -hmm. storylines. So it's going to start with Reach, and then they're going to go release Halo 1 and then Halo 2. So it's going to release incrementally. Yeah. Uh, I... See, I'm okay with that. Now, I've played all these games, so it doesn't really yeah. affect me. Um, but I'm okay with that in a way of, like, you're only going to play it one game at a time anyway. Yeah. You know, so why? I don't know. The I, only thing they're missing out on is a bargain of buying them all together. Right. Well, I think I think what they said is, like, you buy kind of like Life is Strange, where, like, you buy the oh, whole okay. season. So you buy the whole package, but then they're just going to release it incrementally, like episodically. Like yeah, Life so it doesn't strange. really matter. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter on either end. Like, yeah, you guys are only going to play one at a time anyway, but at the same time, it's like, why? It's not like these are new games exactly. or a new story. Like, when I heard that news, I was just like, uh, why? Like, I'm not upset about it. It's just kind of like, you look at it like, okay, but, 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 but why, though? Yeah. And apparently they're... This is actually like a huge undertaking to get it on a PC. They're actually bringing in two other studios with 343 uh, to like port this over. Not port this okay. over. So maybe it's just so they yeah. can do them one at a time and mm -hmm. not. So like you can get the first one sooner, the second one sooner. Other than yeah. having to code all of them yeah. and it take longer and you guys have to wait longer. Yeah. So, so okay, that makes sense now. But yeah, it's, it's releasing incrementally and I get it um it's it doesn't really affect you now now here's the thing that kind of irks me a little bit this is going to be on the xbox i'm not sure if this is the same story for a pc but halo reach right halo reach is uh if you have master chief collection on xbox i traded mine in and i'm an idiot for doing that mm -hmm. um but if you have reach uh reach will cost extra for the story but you get Halo Reach's multiplayer for free. Oh, that's stupid. It is stupid. I was just like, why? Like, I don't understand. 
but they did the same thing for Halo ODST. So like if you have uh if you had it, I think it's free now, but when you first had it, if you wanted Halo ODST, then you needed to purchase it for five bucks. So they're doing mm. the same treatment. So it's not like they're doing anything new. And it's yeah. probably gonna cost five bucks. Yeah. Uh, Halo Reach, which it's totally worth way more than fifty bucks. That story is phenomenal. Um but Reach will cost extra for the story, but you get the multiplayer for free, uh, for free at least. So yeah. uh, Reach had some good multiplayer, though. It, it was pretty decent. So uh, this is why we put it at number three. It's not big news. I mean, it, it's just yeah. coming to PC and it's getting Reach, but it's pretty cool, though. Yeah. If, you, if you're on PC, you never played a Halo, now's your chance. I think Halo Reach is definitely worth your time. Halo 1, I wasn't the biggest fan of, but Halo 2 was my game. <laughs> uh they get three and you know the um the hiccups that were four but anyways uh that's beyond me so let's jump into our number two gaming news which is uh gearbox has officially teased borderlands 3 on twitter right uh so this huge news for borderlands fans uh gearbox on their official twitter uh tweeted an image with the borderlands art style with this um like road sign right and the road sign said march 28th in blood uh, Boston, Massachusetts. But what we know is that what's happening on March 28th in Boston, Massachusetts, of course, we're talking about PAX East, right? And uh, uh, Gearbox will be having a panel at PAX East on March 28th from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will probably reveal Borderlands 3 at PAX East officially. Mm -hmm. So uh, Borderlands fans are freaking out about this uh, because Borderlands 2 came out in 2012 so wow. they've waited seven waited years while. now the reason why i say they have i'm not the biggest borderlands fan like i i enjoy it don't but please don't get your pitchforks i i like borderlands okay uh but it, it's it, just not your number one game yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely one of those like it's better with friends kind of game yeah like it's so much better with friends uh but i'm definitely a single player kind of guy yeah but uh, but Borderlands fans have been waiting since 2012 for this to come out. And this also could be Borderlands 1 remastered, too. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, really, really stoked for this because, like, they've waited seven years. Elder Scrolls fans, how you doing? I'm with you guys. Elder Scrolls fans have been waiting since 2011. So, Borderlands fans, you think you've been waiting. No, 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 no. We're not going to get our <laughs> sequel until 2024. It's going to be nuts. I'm going to be 33, dog. But but this is really good, though. I, I enjoy seeing when a fandom, like a fan group, they get their game after, like, a long wait. You know, I'm still waiting. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to wait. Uh, and trust me on this. Trust me on this. When Elder Scrolls 6 releases, this is not going to be Elder Scrolls 6 and groceries. Oh like, straight up. Like, hi, uh, number three gaming news. Uh, talk about Elder Scrolls 6. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's move. What are you doing, dog? So my he's dog getting comfortable. Yeah, my dog is trying to sit in my lap, but he needs to know. But he's not really comfortable. And he's getting comfortable position. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Oh my, oh my God! <laughs> Adam just hit his no. face into the no, no, table. No, 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 no! Do not lie to the audience. <laughs> like he he turned his head into the table. This is what I while you were holding him, you hit his face into the table. You hurt my baby. <laughs> this is not evidence to say to the police. 
You just need to describe things to the audience and they can't see it. It's just like, oh my goodness, he's trapping dynamite. <laughs> no, it was just you were holding him and he was like, and the dog tried to turn and he was like, bam. <laughs> Anyways, he's, go he's good. He's yeah, good. he's fine. Yeah. He's done, he's done work to himself. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about the number one gaming news. And I tweeted about this. Uh, I, I'm always on Games and Groceries Twitter page, so like I'm running that. So when I say I tweeted about this, but uh, I tweeted about this because Sean Murray released a clock on his Twitter. Sean, Sean Murray tweeted a clock, and I was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Does this mean a No Man's Sky sequel? Well, what are we talking about here? And so we started to wait and wait and wait until he revealed... Uh, Sean Murray reveals the next big update to No Man's Sky called beyonds right so we got the previous update that was called next and that really overhauled the game here and so on twitter uh sean murray announced a free update it's going to be absolutely free for everybody that owns no man's sky and it's going to be three different updates and then it's going to start with uh no man's sky online and this is all coming out uh i don't i think it's just no man's sky it's coming out and then incrementally but at least online is going to be coming out summer of 2019. So this summer. Uh, online is described to bring people together in no other way. So I have screenshot his tweet. Uh, Sean Murray tweeted this about No Man's Sky Online. He says this. No Man's Sky Online will bring... Uh, sorry. No Man's Sky Online will bring people together like never before. And has many recognizable online elements. But we don't consider it to be an MMO. It won't require a subscription and won't contain microtransactions. Can I read that one more time? Won't contain microtransactions. What is there going to be to do in this? <laughs> uh, and will be free for all existing players. Now, you asked that, like, what's there to do in it, right? Yeah, sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of nothing if there's none of that stuff. <laughs> well, it's just like, I'm confused because No Man's Sky is already an online game. Yeah. You can already, like, interact with people. And it's not an MMO. It won't cost you a subscription. It will be free. There will be no microtransactions. But Plot it's twist. It's not anything. It's not anything. It's just a black screen. Dag. <laughs> Rip. Uh, but it's described to bring people together like never before. So it's super interesting. Uh, but yeah, check out Sean Murray's Twitter. Uh, it's at No Man's Sky, actually. It's going to be VR. Ooh. That's going to be weird. That's going to be awesome, actually. I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah, so he didn't reveal any more about that. Maybe he did tweet some more stuff, and I just missed it. But, yeah, this is really cool that, like, they're still bringing out uh, No Man's Sky. And I believe they just won an award for most evolved game. And mm -hmm. I completely agree because No Man's Sky, when it launched to what it is today and what it's going to be in summer 2019, it's a completely different game. It's exactly, I won't say exactly what he promised, but it's getting there. Like, yeah. it's so well done. Like, good on you, Sean. Uh, but, yeah, that's the top three gaming news. Uh, so just to wrap up, Master Chief Collection is getting reached and coming to PC. Gearbox has officially teased Borderlands 3, and they're probably going to release it at PAX East on March 28th. Uh, and then Sean Murray revealed the next big update to No Man's Sky called Beyond, right? Uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, definitely a lot of gaming news that happened this week, but these are the three that... Uh, really jumped out at us right so i think this is a good time to jump into our final segment which is called coffee time uh 
so funny little bit about that transition. So last week when we interviewed Absolute Prodigy, we had like this little pause and Liz was just saying, Talkie time. And, and so uh, as we were done recording, Josh was just like, hey, there was a nice little pause there. You can actually just use that recording and just use talkie time. I'm like, I didn't think about doing that. So uh, that's what we did. And really that's quick made it. And now it's there. Now it's there. I hope you enjoy well, it. It was in the last episode, too. Yeah. No, it wasn't the last episode, but we didn't announce it. We just kind of were <laughs> nonchalant. Yeah, we did that by accident. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so this week we're going to talk about do graphics matter, right? There was a topic I wanted to talk about, but I want to do a little bit more research on it before we do it. Mm-hmm. But it's a prediction I'm thinking about in the next genre of games. But yeah. this this is something we wanted to talk about for a while, though, like since yeah. pretty much episode five. Yeah, we've always wanted to talk about it. But then there was always something bigger that came up mm-hmm. that we wanted to talk about. So we're like, I oh, will do it next time. And then something bigger came up. So like we've been <laughs> pushing this off for a while. So yeah. we finally ran out of ideas. <laughs> um, but no, actually, I was thinking about this <coughs> a lot. Because, like I said, I was uh, playing Watch Dogs 2, and as soon as you bump in Watch Dogs 2, you start to look at it, and you're just like, "Uh, the graphics aren't that good. And this game came out 2016? I think it came out 2016. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of excuses, but super choppy. Like, it's really choppy. Like, I I was, like, walking around, and I'm like, and I'm playing this on my Xbox One X, and I was just like, uh, did I do something wrong? Like, and, and I'm looking through the, like the options. Like, did I not turn on HDR? But yeah, it's it's super choppy. But I had so much fun in Watch Dogs too. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved the game. Uh, I don't think it's worth thirty dollars. I think you can find it for thirty dollars. I bought it for nine dollars. Yeah. I think it's worth like nine and fifteen dollars between there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had so much fun with it. But yeah, let's talk about it. Like, do graphics matters in, in matter in games? Like, to have fun with it. What What are your thoughts? I think to have fun with it, mm-hmm. there's a line, but I don't think it's incredibly important. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because, yes, if it's jumpy mm-hmm. and kind of makes the game harder to play, then no, that's not fun. Yeah. But if it's just like it's grainy or... It's not perfect. Right. I don't think that changes it. I mean, think about the games we played as kids. Like, yeah. they're not amazing graphics. Yeah. And we had tons of fun. And even going back now and playing them without nostalgia reasons, they're still pretty fun. See, that was the argument. I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, but that was the argument when Mass Effect Andromeda came out. Mm-hmm. And there was so Okay, no, many- that's different. That changes your enjoyability of the game because that's distracting. Mm-hmm. That stuff was bad. And that's the thing. They just keep saying, like, oh, you know, back in our day, we, we played the NES. We played the NES. Yeah, Super. but humans looked like humans. Yeah, like, I hated they that They didn't argue. have their neck turned all the way down to their knees. Yeah, my face is tired. But, like, <laughs> but like uh, I hated that argument because, like, okay, great. That was 1980. We are now in... Oh, that, that also came out in 2016. Yeah. So, um... But Watch Dogs 2 had better graphics than, than that. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's just like I hate an argument because there there's bad graphics like Watch Dogs 2 and you could still play it. And then there's. Yeah. But if it's distracting, it's it's 
especially a game like that, it d- I think it might sometimes depend on the game. That's a serious game. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like things like that is so distracting. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was playing that, I wouldn't be listening to what that person's saying. I'd be looking at the strange thing their body's doing. Exactly. Like, no. imagine having a conversation with your boss and he's dancing around in tutu. <laughs> like... How to stri- like? Would I'm you hear of my any boss. exactly? Yeah. <laughs> think of my boss. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um. And that's the thing; it's yeah. distracting when something is out of place like that. It's yeah. one thing when their lips don't match up, mm-hmm. that they don't move like a regular human. You can't expect those perfections. Yeah. But to have a game where they look the way they're supposed to, yeah, it's helpful. No, like, uh, I, I brought this up, but I have in my notes how bad the graphics have to be to disconnect. And I wrote that in the game Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yes, that was really bad. Oh, boy. So the problem I had with Kingdom Come Deliverance, I think, I not think, it was a totally fine game. It, w- it was fine. I'm so glad they were uh, they were bought by THQ Nordic. Um, rip on you for the whole HM thing. Um, but... I'm so glad that they're going to get a no sequel, that they're financed. It, it, it's good. They deserve yeah. it. But it was when, a good story. Yeah. But when it released and it had so many graphical issues so and bad. so many bugs, it's a game all about super immersion. It's not just like a game that like survival mechanics, exactly. but it wanted to be so authentic, so in the times. And you had to feed Henry and you had to bathe Henry. You had to like make sure he was fine. But because there are so many graphical errors to it, it took you out. Yeah, it didn't immerse me because I was too focused on being distracted by these graphics. Well, not even that, but like you would get stuck in places. Like you got stuck at the top <coughs> of the steps. Yeah, and yeah. And you, you couldn't I get couldn't out. Move. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like now that, that you could say that, like, okay, that's not really graphics, that's more of the coding's fault. And I agree with you there. Uh, And and I'm not even talking about the bugs necessarily Mm -hmm. because we can talk about bugs all day. But even just the graphics. Yeah. um, It was it was uncanny valley. Like, that's a thing. Like, I don't know. I just could not place myself into it because that now that's a definition. Like, do you define bugs as graphics? Because what are we defining graphics as here? Why don't we just do the. Image quality and yeah. art style. Yeah, because... Because those are the visual mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like, whenever we talk about bugs, <coughs> that's not... This, excuse me. Wow. It's not necessarily about the graphics about the game. Because, um, like, the, the, the graphics in Kingdom Come Deliverance were fine, but then the bugs made the graphics so ridiculous mm-hmm. or let's talk about fallout 76 that game looks gorgeous but when you really look at it you the know bugs are terrible yeah or even actually sometimes in in king Kong deliverance the the graphics were pretty bad they were kind of like checkerboard and yeah the, and it the blades takes, of grass yeah like when <coughs> you get to a place and yes give it a second and it'll be good yeah but the fact that you have to give it a second for the pixels to catch up yeah is is it does sometimes for you because i know you're very very detail oriented when it comes to your games and when we watch movies he spends like a good 10 minutes making sure all the graphics and the screen color is set correctly 
Adam's very particular about that. So that yeah. will take you out of the immersion of the game. You always point that out. I usually don't notice when I'm playing or watching something like that. Mm-hmm. But for someone who is as detail oriented, like in that yeah. way, it does take you out of the immersion of the game. It does make it less enjoyable for you to play yeah. if it does that every time you take a step forward. You know exactly. Yeah, like um, and, and, and that's the thing. It's just like the the graphics. I'm not expecting it to be like absolutely perfect, yeah. right? But like, I I think graphics have everything to do with immersion. It doesn't have to do with like. Is it a good game? And it's mm-hmm. like, let's talk about the graphics, you know. But it has everything to do, if you want to immerse somebody, then mm-hmm. you have to have good graphics, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so let's jump into, you You mentioned art style, and I have that in my notes too. Let, let's talk about art style versus bad graphics. And I think Life is Strange is the absolute perfect yes. example for art style over bad graphics. Because you, you don't go into Life is Strange thinking like, Whoa, look at the graph season one, by the way. Yeah. Uh, like, whoa, look at the graphics. Eh, you know, it's okay, but it's the art style. Yeah. You know? So talk about the art style a little bit. Like, uh, would you say that it, it looks more like an oil painting to you? Yeah, it reminds me, it looks more of like a brush stroke mm-hmm. rather than a detailed drawing. Yeah. So they go for the idea mm-hmm. of how it looks, and they do add, they do have details, yeah, but totally. it looks more like a painting that wasn't meant to look like real life. Like mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing, but it looks more like a brushstroke than it does. Like comparing season yeah. one and season two, they went more realistic for season two. In mm-hmm. season one, it was more of a creative, yeah, art style almost. And that's the thing; it's just like I would rather. I would rather developers uh, put their own art style right mm-hmm. into a game rather than focusing on realism. Yeah, you know? like look at even to go into movie Spider Verse. Yes, they did a comic book style for the whole movie, yeah. and that's very different. You don't see that a lot. Oh my goodness! Don't even get me started about Spider Verse. It's so good. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like taking that creative art style rather than these days they want cartoons to look like real life. Yeah. And and that's fine and that's really really cool. Mm-hmm. But you're losing the idea of drawings and cartoons and things. It was meant to be creative and seen as creative and different. Yeah. The more you go for realism, I think the harder you'll fall. Like honestly, like yeah. the more realistic you're gonna get, you're just going to fall down. You're just going to be. Uh, you're you're going to fail because you can't look that realistic in a game, you know? Yeah. Now, I like what Division 2 is doing because they have an artist rendition of Washington, D.C. They make that super detailed. Mm-hmm. In fact, I haven't gone to... I haven't gone to the monuments I really like in Washington, D.C. because I haven't reached the level to go into those places, but I might anyway, just to dodge the enemies. But it's so detail-oriented that you could just get through... If you know Washington, D.C., it's awesome. You yeah. know, so that that's the realism I like, you know, the map style, you know, it's yeah. like, can I progress to the map? But when we talk about details on a face, I, I want more art style. I want mm-hmm. your particular art style. Another good example, Oxenfree, you know, yeah. Oxenfree is a really interesting uh, development cycle because all the art in the background is actually uh, drawn, drawn in Photoshop. Yeah. So it's an artist like just drawing out different backgrounds with their art style and if you look at oxenfree like you can tell it's somebody's artistic rendition of a map 
right? Yeah. And so I definitely don't think that I would count Oxenfree to be realistic graphics, but it's the art style that gets you immersed. Exactly. You want to be in that yeah. world. It doesn't need to be a realistic animation for you to be immersed in the game. Exactly. But mm-hmm. it needs to not be a distract be distracting yeah. with um things that don't match up or not I don't know. Yeah. It it just it, it needs to be you can still be immersed even if it's not, but mm-hmm. that's talking about the art style as opposed to the graphics of is it yeah jumpy does everything match up the way it should yeah does this look like a rock i don't know yeah like you need to tell that that's a rock and mm-hmm. not you know a mountain yeah and that's the thing it's just like i don't care if something looks realistic i don't care if it looks like the most real rock i've ever seen yeah i want your rendition of a rock because but when it comes through, the pixels need to match up. Exactly. Yeah. Like I can't just be looking at it just like, okay, I can't get immersed in this because like it doesn't look what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. You know, I want to be, you know, taken into this world. Yeah. When I'm when I'm playing a game. Yeah. You know? Um I you were about to say something. I was gonna say going into another part of graphics yeah. is um a big thing in the first season of Life is Strange mm-hmm. is their mouths. Yes. Everyone hates how their mouths don't match everything. Yes. But that doesn't necessarily always take you out of the game. No. And I think that's where there's kind of a line between do graphics matter or not. Because, no, I honestly don't think the graphics 100% matter for it to be a good game, for it to be enjoyable. Yeah. But there is a line of how much can you take. Yeah. It's just like how much of this can I take? tolerate mm-hmm. or or even the uh the fps like how much of this is it just going to be choppy and yeah I, i'm putting fps into graphics I don't, I don't really care i know that's completely different but um but yeah uh, that goes into one of our other points is that uh do graphics matter they definitely matter in mobas they definitely matter in mm-hmm. competitive games yes definitely because if, if you have choppy graphics or if your FPS, I know someone's going to argue and like, like frames per second doesn't really count for graphics. But in this podcast, we are. So uh, here you are in the long run. We're, t- we're counting FPS in the graphics. But in that way, I, I definitely think that graphics completely matter. Yeah, in definitely. those Because if you have a foggy rendition, if you have like everything not going the way you need it to go. Or, or the animations or anything yeah. like that. If something is slower than it's supposed to be. Then you're going to lose. Yeah. You know, uh, if you have a choppy image, if things aren't going the way they're supposed to go, or if the graphics are so high in the game that the came, that the actual engine can't handle it. Yeah. Then that's not a competitive game. You're, you're going to lose. Yeah. You know, so I think that graphics matter in a competitive nature, mm-hmm. you know. Or in Rainbow Six Siege, you know, uh, yeah. a lot of times the graphics will matter, like the FPS will matter because you're going to lose if mm-hmm. you have a choppy image. If the graphics are too high, that your engine just drops. Mm-hmm. So when when we're talking about this, those matter. Yeah. You know, because uh, you're in a competitive nature. Yeah. You know, I and I just want to make that point across like, oh, graphics do matter. Like, yes, they do in a competitive side. Um. So, so let me ask you, 
for you personally, Liz, how bad do and I think you've already answered this, but yeah, uh, how bad do graphics have to be for you to be like I I can't if I can't properly play the game. Yeah, if it's so if it's so choppy that the game yeah. just breaks because Adam knows this and a lot of people who know me know this that I have I have a pretty good patient. Yes. I'm a pretty patient person when it comes to doing things that take a lot of time mm-hmm. um, or take a lot of focus. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's the fact of electronics. Yeah. Set me off. Yeah. <laughs> like when my phone is slow, yep. it ruins my whole day. Like I'd get in an instant bad mood. So if I'm playing a game mm-hmm. and it's not doing what I know, one, know I can do. Yeah. But it's not doing. Mm-hmm. I'll be done. So if it affects my ability to play yeah and if i can't tell what anything is like if i'm on a landscape and nothing is um coming into focus or it takes way too long to come into focus yeah i would probably stop playing like because if it's taking too long to come into focus and for the pixels to catch up i just feel like that's so distracting because i would want to stand there and wait because mm-hmm. knowing electronics, you don't want to push them until they're ready. Just yeah. like a loading screen, you want it to wait till it's loaded all the way. Otherwise, you're just going to cause a whole lot of crazy. Yeah. So I feel like those two things, that if it's taking too long for the graphics to catch up, mm-hmm. and if it's breaking, it's stopping my ability to actually play. Yeah, like I, I'm now leaning more towards gameplay over graphics because i used to be graphics over gameplay Mm -hmm. completely like if i pick up a comic book the art style has to like really grab me Mm -hmm. if if the art style is off then i can't that's different you that's that's part of right reading the story and when you're reading comic books yeah um so like anytime i was on pc and like you know you would have the images like would you rather have a quality image over less quality gameplay I'm now leaning towards I would rather have really good gameplay mm-hmm. over the graphics. Uh, and that that's why I talked about this with Watch Dogs 2. I'm not trying to say the gameplay in Watch Dogs 2 is phenomenal. Uh, but I just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. It was super fun to play. And soon, sooner or later, like when I first played it, yeah, the graphics were really choppy. And I was kind of like, I was a little frustrated because I was just like, oh, there's not a lot of anti-aliasing going on. And it's just... And even on PC, like I read some forums and I was and the same thing happens. Like mm-hmm. they put it on Ultra and like nothing was happening. And mm-hmm. I was just like, it was super frustrating at first, but once I was maybe five hours in, I was just like I was having too much fun that I didn't really care. Yeah. And that's the thing, the graphics never broke the game for me. It never crashed for me. Uh it, it always did what it was supposed to do. Uh and I had just tons of fun with it. Like like uh piloting drone and everything. Like if if the graphics don't affect the gameplay, then I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. But a game like Anthem that just came out, they only, it feels like they only focused on the world. They only focused on like giving you a great yeah. uh, physical world and like good graphics there, but it crashes PS4s. Yeah. Like it, it crashes them and the loading is so long in Anthem. Like it, it just takes you away from the game, yeah. you know? And I and I think that's why developers need to go for art style over uh, graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that's coming up that's huge in art style over graphics is um, a Sea of Solitude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we talked about this two podcasts ago, two yeah. podcasts ago about Yo My Games. 
uh, it's not that it's bad graphics, but it, you can tell that Yo Mai wanted to give you their art style over like really good graphics, realistic graphics. They mm -hmm. wanted to give you um, something that you can get into their world, not the real world, but you want to get you want to be immersed in their world. Yeah, their art style, their uh, their stylistic uh, renditions of their characters. Or or um yarn um yarny unravel you know yeah like it wasn't perfect but you love the art style yeah with it you know um but yeah for for me personally I I'm now leaning towards if the gameplay is still good I I won't really care if the graphics are just a little bit off like Watch yeah. Dogs Two was. Yeah. But Watch Dogs Two was pretty bad with the graphics. Yeah. Like I don't know what it was. Like I just feel like. It depends on the person, and 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 if graphics matter, I think it depends on the person yeah. and their tolerance. So like, it all depends on what you can tolerate mm -hmm. in a game. But I don't think graphics are a hundred percent important to everyone. Yeah, I think everyone has a limit of what they can handle. Mm -hmm. But graphics aren't the number one. Yeah, you know, seller. Like, uh, it will impress me for sure. Like, it will. Oh yeah, definitely leave an impression like when on me. you when you if it looks like I'm watching a movie instead of playing a video game, that's impressive. Yeah, but it's not my number one priority in a game. Yeah, like it, it's just the icing on the cake. It's very nice, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot like uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. You know, like mm -hmm. it was super nice, man. Like, and I and I want to replay it now. That I have the One X because uh, I was playing on my base Xbox One, and it blew me away. Still, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but that game just the the gameplay was fine like it was good but it also focused on the graphics it also made you immerse and that's why mm -hmm. i sunk 60 hours into that game trying to beat the story because it, it immersed me into it um and i think that's what it comes down to like i think you make a good point in saying that like how much do graphics matter to you so like we asked the question do graphics matter and i think you should ask yourself yeah. You know, like do how much do graphics matter to me? Because I play games with you all the time and like I'm just like pointing out everything. But like this and is wrong. The problem is he points things out and I'm just like, I don't see it. Yeah. And you're I'm, like, do you see that? Nope. Like, do you see how, like, like it's, it's not perfect. It's like way off in the distance. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Didn't and, even notice. Or like when we got the one x and like uh sims 4 is in x enhanced and i'm like oh do you see how like, smooth like, it look is how like, smooth it's moving i'm just like i don't notice a difference yeah. but thanks yeah like everything was uh more detailed and it ran smoother and there was less loading uh because like it could handle the graphics better uh, yeah. on it which sims 4 it doesn't have to take a lot but like now that it's on a one x and it's x enhanced like it just runs cleaner. he was just like amazed i was like great yeah, and, and you're just like, I'm just, just going to play now. <laughs> but I definitely think it's just a question that's very, very, um, uh, what's the word? It like it matters to your own opinion. Yeah. Not objective, subjective. Uh, it's a very subjective matter. Yeah. I don't think anybody can define like an objective reason. Do graphics matter? But I think the objective answer is, will it break the game? Yeah. And I think that's the objective answer. Like, like, do graphics matter? It's like, oh, I, I don't really care. But does it break the game? Like, Kingdom Come Deliverance broke some game. Fallout 76 broke the game. Uh, Anthem breaks the game, you know? 
if you can't actually play your game mm-hmm. because the graphics are so high that the that the engine just drops, mm-hmm. that's or Mass Effect Andromeda, it broke game. You mm-hmm. know, the graphics were just too high for the Frostbite engine, so it just broke. Yeah. The only objective answer we have is: Does it break your game? If the answer is no, then it just becomes a subjective uh, yeah. answer. Like, how much do graphics matter to you? If you're a PC gamer, I feel like the biggest reason you're on PC is because of the graphics, the, because of the graphical capabilities. Mm-hmm. There's way more to it. Like, keyboard and mouse is much more uh, inclined. Um, but a big reason to be on PC is because the graphical capabilities of that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, let's not talk about Batman for a second. But that that's the thing. It's just like, how much do graphics matter to you? And I don't really care about the PC's graphics to me. I, I really don't care. And I like console games. I'm a console gamer. I'm a yeah. console snob. Not a snob. I'm a peasant. But that's the thing. It's just like it becomes subjective. So graphics don't matter a lot to you. Like, yeah. they, they, they don't really affect you in the way they affect me. Yeah. But... I, I think for me, it's just like, okay, one, does it break my game? And two, can I get immersed with this? Yeah, I'm more focused on the art style. Yeah, that's a thing. Like, can you I don't care as much about art style in video games. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, no, that's distracting. Yeah, and it's just like, I want to be immersed in that artist's world. Yeah. In the same way with Oxen Free, like, I was immersed yeah. in that world. A little too much. A little too much, because I beat that <laughs> game 25 times at least. Uh, but yeah, or even the upcoming game. I can't wait to play Sea of Solitude. I really can't wait to play Sea of Solitude and then Sands of Sorrow because the the art style is just so mm-hmm. clean. Like, I love it. You know, there's another game. There's a bunch of games coming out where they're focusing on art style over yeah. over graphics. And, yeah. I, and I like that era. Like, yeah. let's focus on having an artist come out and just yeah. like saying, like, this is how I imagine the world. This is how I see the world. Yeah. Rather than, like, look how real this looks. I'm like, okay, I can go outside my door and say, like, wow, look how real the world looks. <laughs> like, it's no different. If you're not giving me a different world, mm-hmm. then I'm not really interested. Yeah. You know, please give me something that's just like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, yeah. Oprah Din was a good example. It was, like, it was all in black and white and noir that was a different art style. Yeah. You know, give me your art style and not what I already see in the world. You know, mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about just now I'm all I'm thinking about is uh, division two. And I want to explore Washington DC though. given how real that looks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's different. Last point, last point, because we're running out of time now. Um, and I think when you base a game in an actual world, yeah, like Spider-Man with Manhattan, you know? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't perfect, right? It wasn't the perfect rendition of Manhattan, but it was good enough. But uh, Division with Washington, D.C., from what it seems like, it's, like, dead on. Yeah. And I think when you base it on an actual city, like, you're just saying, like, no, this is based in present day uh, Washington, D.C., then I think, well, it's actually based in the future. But I think that you should do your best to get a road to road, like picture picture map of Washington, D.C. Yeah. Because if you do that, then you'll be more immersed. Because if you live in Washington, D.C., 
you know where everything is. And even you, you've mm. visited a couple times. So yeah. you recognize places. Yeah, I was just like, oh, man, I remember this. I remember And this. you say, like, wow, this looks exactly like it. Yeah, it's so dope. Um, but, yeah, I think that I think the only thing I'll say is that, like, if you're basing it on an actual city, you know, get some things right. Yeah. You know, like, do your artist rendition of it. Like, like right now, Division 2 is, like, post-apocalyptic yeah. Washington, D.C., so, but everything's where it's supposed to be. Exactly. You know, uh, and I think that matters when it's based on yeah. an actual city. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that's a good place to stop for this week's episode. Do graphics matter? And I think the answer is, will it break your game? No, then it's all subjective from there. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you look for in your graphics? And, and you can tweet at us uh, at Gaming Groceries. What do you look for in graphics? What do you look for in art style? Like, yeah. what will grab you in terms of art style? Yeah. So, uh, any last words, Liz? Nope. Nope. <laughs> cool. Where's the dog at? There he is. He's on the couch. How are you doing? He's just looking at me. He's like, is it over yet? Can we go upstairs? <laughs> so, we just like to say again, uh, please check out our new website, uh, gamesandgroceries.com. It's much more streamlined, and you can... Listen to all of our episodes on that website. You can check out our bios, see who we are. You can see a picture of Floki. If you're curious. In like, his bio. He it, has a bio. He does have a bio. So uh, if you want to know what the dog looks like, go on gamesandgroceries.com. Or our Instagram. Or our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, gamesandgroceries.com. If you're a podcaster, check out uh, Radio Public's pod site program. It's cheaper than Squarespace. And you can look at our website and be like, okay, I, this is dope. Yeah. Like, check it out. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out our social media pages. We mentioned Twitter at Gaming Groceries. Follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us individually and talk with us there. Follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. Uh, and you're from Australia, you know, just hit us up. What's the worst part about gaming in Australia? <coughs> Excuse me. And finally, if you're listening to us on iOS, um, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, wherever you can leave a rating, right? Uh, definitely leave us your honest feedback, your honest star rating, your honest star rating about this podcast and some feedback. We like to read those comments. You know, we like to see like what you guys think of the show. Uh, but the more feedback we get, the more ratings we get, the more we'll get attention for the front pages. And the more attention we'll get from our dear friends at Anchor. Jeez. How you doing, Anchor? You doing good? Did you enjoy this episode? Because I know you listened to it. Just, come on, just just click the, the feature. You can do it. I believe in you. But I know they're hearing us. I know oh, it. Okay, dear. They can. They will. They're, they're like big brother. Anyway. And anyways. So we thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We'd love to have you back here next week as we talk about... I won't spoil it, but I'm going to do a little bit more research and we're going to bring up a really good topic. So we thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We all ho- hope you have a wonderful week. We love it very much. Have a good week.